Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hi, I'm Tia. The upstairs-downstairs neighbor dynamic is so special. We have our own language. Like when I scream at my mom on the phone, the people downstairs bang on the ceiling to show their support. The nighttime's the best time to rearrange furniture. I call it midnight feng shui. And if I sleep through my alarm in the morning, they bang on my door to wake me. So thoughtful. Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor, but we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, this is Manjula Narayan, National Books Editor, Hindustan Times, and this is the Books and Authors podcast. It's a weekly podcast where I speak to authors who've got a new book out. Hi, so today I have with me Rujuta Devekar. Eating in the Age of Dieting, that's her new book. And as everyone knows, you know, Rujuta is a very well-known nutritionist. And this book is packed with information about uh, uh, all sorts of things, but what we've been doing wrong so far. So Rujuta, uh, what made you write this book? I mean, I know it's a collection of uh, your writings from before, like from interviews and even talks, right? But what made you collate everything into a book? Well, first of all, Manjula, thank you very much for having me on your show. And I think what really made me collect everything and put it together in one place is because, um, A, I feel that there is a whole lot of material and a whole lot of topics that I have been talking about, whether it is about Mm -hmm. food as medicine or festival foods or food as a blessing. But sometimes it can be like Mm -hmm. scattered, you know, some of it is in a column, some of it is in a talk, some of it is in a Facebook video and uh, memory can often be short. So for people, I thought it would be much easier to find everything in one place so that whenever they want to read Mm -hmm. something about a festival food, they they just open up that page in the book and read it whenever they're confused about key you go back to the same book uh you if you want to know what is it that you can eat because you're constipated again you can just go back to the book so it works like a reference and more importantly i think in this day and age when all of us are actually realizing that we are spending too much time on social media and straining our eyes i think reading a book can be very very soothing and de-stressing so, uh, you know, that was really <laughs> the broad idea behind the book. Okay. So, uh, you know, I like the book because because of this message that you have, you know, returning to our roots in terms of eating and to Absolutely. our grandmother's wisdom. You know, like, I guess um, it's, it's an idea whose time has come because um, uh, in like you mentioned because of the age of globalization you know like my breakfast is cornflakes and then I read your book cornflakes with milk and honey and then I read your book mm-hmm. and I was thinking and you said that that's like packaged foods of course I know yeah. in the back of my mind that packaged foods are bad okay. but this is what yeah, I eat every like, day I should be going back to yeah. Kadle you know <laughs> yeah so um, yeah. yes see in this 
age of globalization and in the age of social media what's happening is that every diet trend every diet fad is just getting amplified and like you said you know you know at the back of your mind that eating cornflakes is wrong but you land up eating it either because of uh, convenience or because of the marketing and narrative around it that it is actually healthy it can even help you lose weight you have people with uh, who sell cornflakes with a picture of a woman who's showing off or slim waistline and stuff like that and then we fall for those kind of things unknowingly and then we tend to kind of not listen to our inner voice to the voice of our grandparents to the very fact that they have eaten very simply and by simply i mean they have simply eaten what was locally available when it was in season and they have prepared it using local ingredients in their own kitchens now the more we follow that route of eating local seasonal and traditional ya simple ghar ka khana as we often tend to call it this we won't just be slim but we will actually be much healthier we will lead much more productive meaningful and purposeful lives otherwise we are seeking purpose and meaning uh, by fitting into a size 4 or a size 6 or a 0 or whatever but there is meaning and purpose beyond the body and this idea that we just need to eat like our grandmothers is a timeless idea even when you're chomping on kale and quinoa and drinking your smoothies mm. you constantly know that you need to go back to the way your grandmother was eating that you need to go back to your idli to your paratha to your dal chawal to your roti sabzi because there really there's nothing better than that so um, yeah so the book will call you back to your own kitchen <laughs> okay but what do you do in a time when you know like when you're pressed for time you know i'm all of us are now pressed for even if we are working from home i mean we have much more time like all that commute time has been you know saved but Uh, yeah. uh, but all that you, commute time has you, now gone into uh, checking and knowing what all is not really functioning at optimum in our homes you know so i really think that we've yeah. used all that commute time in, like cleaning up and setting things in order <laughs> you know yeah, uh, yeah. i think one of the way yeah one of the ways for that is uh, having gender neutral kitchens you know for all those of mm-hmm. us who don't live alone and who live with more than uh, you know one or two people it's about everyone contributing in the household more importantly in the kitchen whether it's whether it's the task mm-hmm. of sourcing food cooking food or cleaning up after it needs to get divided mm-hmm. equally between family members that's one way of uh, resolving that issue the other issue is to also go back to our traditional wisdom of eating in a way ready made foods you know like we've had laya which was made out of millets which you could mix in milk mm-hmm. we've had banana and milk we've had uh, you know a few uh, shiras or upmas which were easy and quick to make mm-hmm. we've had uh, yes. laddus and chivda which you could make or matris and suhalis which you could make and then eat for the next entire week but what has happened mm-hmm. is that um, all this is of course a it consumes time and it's it's important that we understand that to build health we have to be willing to invest that time in our kitchens you know I mean nothing comes easy if you are going to work hard to crack a 12th standard exam 
you must also mm-hmm. like invest a little bit of time about 20 to 30 minutes of your day on a daily basis in cooking good food and ensuring that good food is accessible to you throughout the day that isn't much of an mm-hmm. ask i feel um yeah so if we just do those two things go back to the easy to access and easy to prepare foods from our heritage and if we get our homes to be more gender neutral then we will find it easier to to eat better to live healthier world over it is only after women started working that the packaged food industry started making huge profits or it started entering our homes and today for almost every non-communicable disease you can fairly and squarely blame the ultra processed food industry i mean most times the stuff that we are eating shouldn't even get categorized as food you know the Mm. um, if you look at the carbon footprint if you look at the nutritional value if you look at uh, very simply the ethics with which this kind of food is sold i mean they have distributors who will take it to every corner of india but there is no one to pick up their own garbage so i really Mm. feel that you know we've let off the food industry a little too easy it's time to regulate that it's time to go back to our traditional wisdom it's time to get our homes gender neutral so so you think that's yes yes i really think that's that's important and with that i also feel which is also something that i say in my book you know eating in the age of dieting because manjula interestingly now the only the only things that we find poisonous or fattening or diabetic or high sugar or high fat or whatever are invariably the Mm. local foods you know Uh, so we've been asked to go off jackfruit the mango banana all of which is local the rice again it's local Mm. ghee you know it is again something which we've traditionally eaten and we are uh, healthy for that matter you know, because we were actually mm. doing salads and just not cooking subsies and dals. And we are almost yeah. still waiting for the West to kind of approve of it and say, hey, listen, this is healthy and this is uh, golden milk or turmeric latte or curcumin or curcuma or whatever. Mm. And then we are like, okay, all right, now we can eat this because, <laughs> hey, this is healthy. You know, so uh, instead of we seeking the approval of our own food, through the language of English, through a Mm. Westerner, through a headline or a hashtag, if we just Mm. listen to this advice in our native language from our grandmother and through her stories and fables and uh, cuisine, I think we would be a much healthier population. Hmm. And there is a point, I think there's one part where you say that, you know, um, uh, about vegetables and seeking out vegetables that don't have names in English. I found that very... Yeah, yeah. You know, but in, in today's environment, if you say that, you're like, okay, are you making a political statement? I'm like, listen, I'm making a nutritional statement, you know. So uh, this is really about health and ecology. This really isn't about anything else. Hyperlocal vegetables fall out of favor simply because we lose touch with our languages uh, mm. you know in India we are losing touch with uh, Sindhi and Marwadi languages are almost yes. close to extinction yes. and uh, if you if you look at those communities you will also find that they are then removed from their uh, food culture because you are 
food and health well-being is transmitted orally from grandmother to her uh, children you know mm-hmm. you lose a language you lose that wisdom and small problems become big because they don't get addressed at the right time you know mm-hmm. so there are solutions in our kitchens to like simple things like a cold a cough a cut a bruise a headache mm-hmm. a sleepless night but um, i think we we don't like uh, we don't like simple solutions almost we are becoming like that Hmm. Now talk about sleepless nights. You know, there's one bit where you talk about uh, the importance of sleep. Yes. In your diet. So talk about that because increasingly we're, um, I mean, across the world because we're so much online and uh, our sleep is disturbed. I I feel. I mean, I I don't feel. I know. Generally, it's been <laughs> about that. You know, uh, sleep deprivation is becoming a, you know, it's a common thing. So. absolutely absolutely and i i just feel that uh, you know dieting is one of those things which also takes away from our rato ki neend that din ka chain mm-hmm. i often say to people i said the only thing which should give you a sleepless night or a hassled day is if you are in ishq wish pyar vyar mohabbat <laughs> and not not things like oh god where am i going to eat and what can i eat and oh should i be eating that chocolate cake or i shouldn't be eating that chocolate cake or should i have it should i not have it forget it let me have it let me work out from tomorrow so i think this whole daily drama that we occupy ourselves with we will find that there is just so much happiness in our life if we just stopped stressing ourselves out like this sleep is crucial mm-hmm. without good sleep uh we should just forget about our dreams of becoming healthy or fit or lean or thin or whatever our dreams or goals could be mm-hmm. um so regulating our gadget use is of critical importance in this day and age when we even have like school children doing online schools all of us who used to actually have like jobs and meetings and we are meeting real people now we are just meeting them online all the time so it is a whole lot of strain for the eyes it is it is a very different kind of an environment interaction for the brain it is changing us hormonally it is making most people snappy irritable it is making them eat random things that they weren't even touching or thinking about earlier and it is getting them to not sleep so in the night people are not sleepy and in the day they are too dull so i feel that you know regulating gadget use sitting down and eating our meals spending time away from our phones and stuff like that will help us sleep properly making uh, 30 minutes of exercise a part of our daily lifestyle you know it's just like simple things can lead to huge benefits the only secret here is to do those simple things long enough you know so you need to make certain lifestyle decision and uh, decisions and then you need to implement them on a day to day basis which is why you should only mm-hmm. make lifestyle decisions that you know you can live with for the rest of your life which is the whole mm-hmm. point of eating in the age of dieting you know i mean today we talk about sustainability in every single thing we want sustainable businesses we want sustainable fashion we want uh you know we want sustainability in relationships and stuff like mm-hmm. that but then what about sustainable eating 
because mm-hmm. that's really the core of our being if i'm going to be on one diet today on another one tomorrow the third one day after and you know so we you need to be on a diet that you can you don't ever need to get off from so it has to be a much more sustainable way of eating and living and of course sleeping that's rujuta devekar celebrity nutritionist and author of eating in the age of dieting join us after the break to hear why we should eat so we have the energy and power to fuel our ambitions instead of getting obsessed with the way our bodies look this was a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast The thing about comparing rates at progressive.com is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about comparing rates at progressive.com. We probably don't even need the words comparing rates anymore to remind you that seasoning steaks at progressive.com is an easy way to save on car insurance or that swimming in trousers helps you find the lowest rate. And that's the thing about foraging for truffles. You've heard a lot of ads about standing tiptoe on a cinder block. Compare rates and <clears throat> sing softly to a wounded field mouse and save at progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations.